Hello and welcome to the MHG podcast. As we all know, life can be miserable, it can be dark, so we're here to bring you a little bit of joy, a little bit of light, and hopefully make your week or weekend, depends what it is, I've lost my chain of thought already, and we are 20 seconds in, there you go. Um, so, saving me today is Stu, as usual, how you doing Stu? Oh yeah, throwing in the metaphorical life preserver to, to bail you out of the... The choppy waters of the introduction, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, not too bad, thank you. It always starts off okay, doesn't it, the intro, it's like, oh, yeah. Brad, Brad might quite have it this time, no, it's gone. I know, I know, but it's gone. you know, that, that's it, the, the, the listeners are used to it now, it's all good. Yep, they know what they're expected, uh, yeah, so Not a lot, go. yeah. <laughs> no, not, not much, not much at all. Oh, no, we've been gaining traction on a few different things. I actually had to look at some analytics for the first time in months. And, oh, tell you what, not bad. Not bad. Nice. It's getting better. There's three people listen to us now, Stu. Oh, wow. Three. So we've tripled our, our audience. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. I know. Um, that might have been me and you doing a couple of test plays on it, but yeah. I don't care. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah, fair enough. I'll have it as well. <laughs> um, been doing a lot of tinkering this week on Steam Deck. Um, that's my favourite, definitely my favourite genre of video game, I think, tinkering. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been making custom cover art because I've decided that all cover art on my Steam Deck must follow the same pattern and be kind of like um, like a, a, a background with a white coloured uh, logo at the top and all of them the same. Like I've got my own little Criterion collection going on. Oh, lovely. That's, that's really cool. I, well, I think that's cool. Most people would think it was terribly geeky, but, I, you know, that's where I live. So, yes. Yeah, I know. Now, what would be a good idea to do that sort of thing when you've got a small library of maybe, like, 10 to 20 games, and then you build on it, not when you've got, like, well over 2,000 games <laughs> yeah. from a history on, on Steam. Not the best place to start, but there we go. It gives me something to do. And then I'll get I'll get I'll probably get about three quarters of the way through and get bored. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they go, ah, oh, I want to undo all this and then spend my time undoing it. Uh, <laughs> oh, you must... Just like listening to this podcast, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. You must tell me how to do the uh, the thing where you can use that plug-in to make the contrast and stuff better. Oh, what, a vibrant deck? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. Have you got Decky Loader? I'm not, nope. I'm not, obviously, this isn't a full-on tutorial going on middle of the podcast, but have you got Decky Loader? Nope. No, I haven't. I will. I will set right later on. I'll. I'll talk you through how to do it. It's really easy. If I. If cool. I could do it and I'm blind, then anyone can. <laughs> nice one. Um. Anyway, talking about anyone being able to do stuff. Did you know how easy it is to make video games, Stu? I didn't. I actually assumed it was relatively hard. But if you're telling me it's piss easy, then I'll. I'll accept it. Really easy. You just say this is the video game I want, and you make it. Okay. Off you go, nice. and it's done. Really? Oh no, uh, no, no, no difficulties in it whatsoever. Uh, that's the weirdest segue. I kind of, I kind of lost my. Ch- I'm really losing my chain of thought this week. Um, so, Stu, what have you been playing? Well, I've been first off. I had a quick go uh, of one game called Ruiner, which is. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I had stopped playing it because I started playing something else, the reasons for which will become apparent in a bit. But I yeah, I had about two, three hours on Ruiner. And what it is, is it's essentially 
a kind of arena shooter in the style of Smash TV and Robotron and that kind of thing, except you do also traverse between areas. Um, so, like, you know, a little bit like Ex Machina as well, uh, that sort of thing. It's got a little couple of quirks to it where you have, like, skill trees and stuff, but not, like, really heavy skill trees. They're kind of they're comparatively light. There aren't a vast number of things to pick up but they are significantly different enough from one another to be interesting and it's this thing of like you're an android type thing and you're in a world where you've just been programmed to kill and there's some gray area over if you're doing the right thing and killing the right people sort of thing it's got a little bit of a syndicate kind of a vibe um yeah it's very monotone it's kind of almost all well it's like duotone because it's black and red but you know black isn't mm. the color so red but it's, it's fairly monotone but in a good well way done, by the way well done thank you black and white are not colors yeah that's right and uh, <laughs> white is all colors uh so yeah white is all the colors black is nothing you've never seen black that's right Just anyone wants to listen you've never seen black correct okay, sorry so we're going i'm going Oh, that's going to go way off tangent if we talk graphic design. You you just carry on with Ruiner well, that, before hey. I ruin your talk. <laughs> hey. Well, like Father Ted said, most of the blacks are just a very, 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 very dark blue. But yes, yeah, so um, it's... Uh, you, you have the kind of shooting stuff, but you also have a melee weapon, which is a bit different from these games often. And dash movement is really important it starts off with a basic dash so that you can get past enemies obviously and then move someone where you can pause time and move a cursor around the arena and then you'll dash between those sections um really good the combat is good i enjoy it it's a little bit simplistic but it's fun um the only negative i'd say the only main negative and probably why it may not have got some traction is the opening levels are really dull the and that's compounded by the tutorial being quite weak, explaining how things work. And that carries on. The tutorial for all the extra stuff that you get later on isn't great either. Um, and I reckon a lot of people might have dropped off because there's a good sort of half hour, 45 minutes of like, you don't really know what you're doing and it's all a bit bland. Uh, and then it kind of hits the one hour mark and really, really picks up. Um, so yeah, it's got it's got its problems at the start, but it turns into something pretty fun. So yeah, for what I've played so far, it's really good. Yeah, it's um, one I've had kind of on my radar and never got round to, purely because my main issue with it, looking at it, is I'm rubbish at bullet hell. And it it doesn't look bullet hell, but it's got... A, whenever I've seen trailers or I've seen people playing it, it has that feel of bullet hell to it that makes me go, ah, I'm not going to be very good at this. Um, is it bullet hell or can an idiot like me get something from it? Yeah, it's 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 very... You are very heavily attacked and you have to move very, very quickly. But um, I just put it on easy and it... Easy mode seems to be just like reduce the amount of damage that you take. Um, doesn't seem to reduce the amount of enemies or how often they attack or anything. So that's good because the game fundamentally doesn't really change, but you just last longer. Um, so it's it's worth it for that. And I didn't it didn't cost me very much. So that it's like under three quid, I think, is uh, or under four quid. So um, oh, nice. Yeah, there's no. De- I don't think there's a demo though. But yeah, no, it's. Uh, it was really cheap, and uh, for the money, it's definitely worth it so far. Yeah, I, might, I, I think I've, it's on my wish list, and it's one I've never got round to. So if I can find it 
cheap, then yeah, I might give that a go at some point. Yeah, cool. Uh, it just it looks lovely, love. That's the, that's the main thing. Um, yeah. How does it run on Steam Deck? It runs beautifully. 60 frames, no drops, uh, absolutely perfectly. It looks quite nice. It's a little bit hard to see. On uh, not necessarily for myself, but I think people with any kind of eyesight issues might have a struggle because of the kind of monotone uh, look and because of the size of the you know the, the characters when you're on a, a small screen, uh, it might be an issue for some people. And I haven't looked into accessibility modes, but I will have a look. But uh, yeah, proceed with caution, but have a look at some videos, see what you think. To be fair, I've just seen it's like three pound fifty on CD keys, so you know. Yeah, I think I'll go without a coffee one day and give it a go. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, go for it. Uh, oh, no, it does bring me to a point. Actually, talk about accessibility screen sizes, stuff like that. So I've been looking at ways I can improve my Steam Deck experience in terms of the screen size. It's like it, it's still one of the for me, even though it's not like OLED and it's not like you know fourteen forty p or four K like small screens because you don't need that. You really don't need that. I think it's still one of the best screens to use for a handheld, and they've made the right compromises with the right things. And obviously, the aforementioned Viper Deck helps fix some issues that are there. Um, anyway, uh, but the problem is still that screen size can sometimes be a bit small for me. So I've been looking at ways of getting a bigger screen without having to hook up to a TV while still being portable. Now, I've got two options. One that will cost me around 500 quid. And one that will cost me about 20 quid. <laughs> yeah. um, so the 500 pound option is you can get the glasses now with like, they have the built in screens that make it seem like a hundred inch, like up to a hundred inch screen in your, in your eye line, which could be brilliant for me. Not VR. They're not VR things. They are just like monitor glasses. And that looks like it could be a brilliant option for someone like me. Uh, the other option is, do you know, um, not JBL, he was a wrestler. Uh, what's that company called that sells crap? JML. Um, do you know JML? I do, yeah. Yeah. Now, apparently, they've got a pair of like um, magnifying glasses that have like LED lights on them. Don't care about the LED lights, but they say they increase your feed to 160%. Now, that's fine. I don't need anything spectacular. It's just like, something I can wear when there's small text and using the magnifiers a bit of a pain in the ass and i'm very tempted for 20 quid to give those a go uh which could help for just you know where some of the games i just go like ah you like your text is small or the menus are small but if i try and zoom in using the screen the built-in steam deck stuff it doesn't it takes me out of the experience or it doesn't quite register properly because it then moves the mouse somewhere else. Um, so I'm thinking of trying those to try and sort of like fix accessibility options. Yeah. So that's just a weird aside and ruiner just looking at like you said about how small ruiner is. I think it'd be probably might work great on a bigger screen. Yeah, there are there are those sorts of magnifying glasses that can fit over glasses for, for close work for I don't need glasses. Stuff. See that's the thing I don't need glasses to play Oh, like because I'm not the other one. The yeah. one well, obviously I'm blind, but before that, it's the one where I can't see in, in in the distance. I can see like close to my monitor. I'm fine, and everything's sharper like there. So was yeah. that long sighted? This am I short sighted? Short sighted. Short sighted. Yeah. yeah. I'm short sighted. Yeah. There you go. I'm short sighted. Then. Um, yeah. So I don't even need the glasses. I just need the magnification. So yeah, I, I might give those a go. Yeah. Cool. That was a really weird aside. Sorry, Stu quite all right what are you playing 
I'd be really sort of going 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 for it on the Steam Deck these last few weeks. Um, testing all like the different bits I've missed out. So for a little while I was just playing games. So I decided I'm gonna install a couple more plugins using Decky Loader. And one of the plugins I installed is called Decky Recorder, um, which is basically a screen recorder um, via the plugin on the Steam Deck, which is cool. absolutely brilliant. That is clever. Um, it is. Works really, really well. And then it just saves it to an MP4 file in your videos folder. Um, so I thought, do you know what? I'll give it a go. Because I've seen some people you like screen recording. It could cause things to run badly. So I thought I'd play some Wreckfest. I've been playing some Wreckfest anyway. And I thought I'd do some recording on that. And try and see if I could get back in with like Premiere Pro and get used to editing again. Um, so done a recording. Now, Wreckfest runs at a brilliant... 60 frames per second on medium settings, which is all you need. Again, this why I was mentioning the screen before. It's all you need on this screen. Medium setting looks fine for 99% of the games you'll play on it. Um, and yeah, it's like I, I run it. And apart from the odd dip where it was recorded and there was just like an absolute melee going on on the track, it, it, it just worked really, really well. and didn't, didn't notice any, any issues whatsoever. Um, uh, the reason I'm talking about Wreckfest now is the other night, a few nights ago, I watched a video about the state of racing games um, and how you can't really tell apart racing games anymore. You know, they've all got the same issues. They're either really dull, too sim-based, sim um, you know, the online's broken or the AI's broken, the AI in the wrong games are too aggressive or they're in a game where they need to be aggressive, they're not aggressive enough, etc, etc, etc. And every single racing game could be one or the other. You know, it's very hard to tell them all apart. Yeah. I was watching the video. I was like, I agree, I agree with you, mate. I completely agree with everything you're saying, but you're missing Wreckfest. That game is fun. You know, if you're going to talk about it, that game is so, so fun. And then, like, like the guy who's doing the video turns around and goes, the exception to all this is Wreckfest. Because <laughs> it is. It's it's just a brilliantly fun game. Um, it's managed to get that blend of being realistic enough that it feels like a solid racing game, but also arcadey enough that it's fun. Um, and yeah, I, I absolutely love it. And I, I'm very getting very close now to completing it. Um, but it's also got, from what I can tell, you don't need to pay for them like regular seasons. So there's new tournament content every month for six weeks or whatever. Plus the online's still quite active. And where are all the fun racing games gone? Because we are very limited at the moment. On those sort of racing games, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's really very narrow. I think uh, I I've not bought it yet, but I, I was planning to look at getting the Hot Wheels game. Um, mm. But I don't know. Uh, it's not really a kind of a racing game or an arcade game. It's kind of something of its own. And the only other thing I can think of is the the new Need for Speed, which neither of us will have bought because it's EA. Um, but it got good good reviews and the only problem with that for yeah. me is that it's in that uh burnout style it's not a problem that's great but uh, you know uh, that kind of that and you know we played that uh ridge racer re, re what's it called unbounded. unbounded yeah that kind of one where it's kind of a wide you're driving in a wide field of view and 
it's more about boosting forward than it is about turning corners, if you see what I mean. Yeah. I never really get a lot from that. It's not a bad game. They're not bad games. But I don't really get a lot from that. I mean, you know, Burnout Paradise was the same. I, I don't really... They don't hit that arcade sweet spot for me. So, no. yeah, the options are very, very thin on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, and it, the, the thing I love about sort of like Wreckfest as well is like the, the Destruction Derby stuff is is just brilliant where you just, it does not matter. You just go hell for leather and do what you can. The races then add a level of skill to it where you've got to be able to race properly. You actually have to consider the corners, which is fine. Um, no one says, oh, I want an arcade race and where corners and brakes don't matter. You you want those to matter in a racing game, but can you make it fun somehow? Still? Yes. Yeah. This does it. This doesn't matter if you smash into another car because it's designed It's designed for that. Um, and, yeah, you, you, you know, I'm still looking back and going, has Blur and Split Second been better yet? Um, no. And even Wreckfest lacks some of the stuff that Flat Out had. And... That's the only thing that honestly stops it from being the best overall racer of the past, I reckon, 30 years, is that it doesn't have the mini games that Flat Out had yeah. because they were brilliant. Right. And it's the only thing that stops it. But, you know, in terms of, like, pure fun, this is top tier. Um, I don't care how good iRacing is. I don't care how good Gran Turismo is, Forza 9 or whatever was coming out next. Um, even the Forza Horizon games are lacking now. It's just like, well, yeah, they're all right, but I've seen it all. Do something different now. Yes, yeah. Um, and this is different. It's like like developers who remember what fun is. Um, so, yeah, it's just I've been, I've been playing that. I've been trying to get some recorded footage of it. Um so I can start doing some videos for it, which you could be watching right now, depending on how you're getting this. You could be watching. You might be, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, Wreckfest is Wreckfest is brilliant, um, and I think you can now and again get it very, very, very cheap. Um, so if you do get a chance, pick it up because it is worth every single penny that you can pay for it, um, and it, yeah perfect 60 frames per second on the on the steam deck um when you look at some racing games that have less and they struggle it's it's amazing what this can actually do and i hope we get a second one soon i hope bugbear aren't done and they can like bring something else out or a massive expansion i will take a massive expansion for this yeah fingers crossed yeah definitely Uh, but five years old now that game oh that's gone fast yeah um, I remember having the, um, I can't remember what it was called originally, but I got it when it was in early, early, early access and it was called, I think, Bugbear's Next Game or something like that. Right, yeah. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's, yeah, more of this. More fun games, that's that's what we yeah. asked for. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag, bring back Blur, because that's the best racing game ever. Um, so there we go. Cool. Like and subscribe, <laughs> just in case it's for the YouTube video. I, I don't know. Shoe, save me. Yeah, well, the next one I've been playing is a very old one. Is Resident Evil, the remake, remastered in HD, uh, sort of remastered in HD. All of the, it's been given a widescreen makeover and it's got, uh, you know, a higher resolution on the characters and on the backgrounds. But the background assets themselves weren't very high. Aren't made very very high res. Um, but anyway, that's really beside the point. It's my number three game of all time. Uh, it absolutely holds up. It's just a, a peerless, peerless game. And 
you know, it, it's different enough from two, which is a lot. Of, at least it used to be a lot of people's favorite classic Resident Evil, Resident Evil Two. Um, it, it's better than that for me, but for a couple of reasons. But the main one being the mansion and the the scariness and the spookiness. It's the only game that nailed its own horror aesthetic, horror action, survival horror thing, as well as it as you know to that kind of perfect degree the rest of them are brilliant not all of them obviously uh, but a lot of them are brilliant but this one i don't know they they just managed to get the right balance of zombies and then scaling those up to bioorganic weapons the bow's uh making that feel natural the different areas are so really well rendered uh i'm one of those people who never pays attention to soundtracks but the soundtrack is just fire it is absolutely amazing and everyone probably remembers the savory music that you know relaxing music when you finally get to a safe space and yeah i've yeah i've I've just i'm doing all sorts of runs i've played it to death obviously i must have put 40 50 hours into it over various consoles i did a one hour one and a half hour speed run on the original game on the saturn uh, I owned it on the PlayStation. I've played it on various other things. The remaster on the GameCube. This one I've I've done a run on uh, the initial hardest setting under three hours. I'm now doing uh, with Jill. I'm now doing a Chris run, which is going to be no heels and no ink ribbons used. Uh, then I'm going to do Real Survivor, which is the one where the storage boxes aren't linked. Uh, and then I'm going to do invisible mode, and then I'm going to do a knife-only run. So I've got big plans for carrying on with this. Um, this is your Tetris, isn't it? It basically is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's just it's a it's a the inventory management, everything about it is just the, the structure, the layout, the camera angles, the the shocks, the scares, the feedback of the weapons, just everything about it. It just makes it a just almost flawless game. I just love it. It's amazing. Yeah. It is a classic. It really, really is. So, with, with that in mind, have you heard of a game called Echoes of the Living? Uh, no, I don't think I have. Check it out when you get a chance. But basically, it's a love letter to Resident Evil. Um, fixed camera angles, uh, save rooms, ribbons, um, puzzles. Everything that is Resident Evil is there but given the right amount of quality of life by the looks of it, uh, where if someone had said to you, ah, oh, this is Resident Evil's twin brother, you'd go, oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it just, it just, everything I've seen about it, it makes me want it, and I'm not the biggest Resident Evil fan. I prefer Silent Hill. Um Sorry, didn't mean that. <laughs> Wash your mouth out, Bradley. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I, it's on my wish list. It, it popped up to me the other day, actually, um, and I just went, yep, yeah, I like the look of this. I'm all in, um, and I think this is right up your street. Excellent. No, yeah, thank you for that. I will uh, I would definitely be picking that up, even if it's crap. Call it Resin D Evil. What's the T-Evil bit? Well, no, I'm trying to fit the way of fitting the words indie in there. Cause it's basically, it's an indie, indie Resident Evil. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Resident Evil. Resident Evil? Resident Evil. That'll do. 
<laughs> there you go. That there, there's our title. Good luck spelling that one. I know, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Res- I, 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 I love Resident Evil, but I struggle to go back to it at times. Um, not purely because of that it's aged badly. It's. I think I completed it maybe four or five times over, which was unheard of for me when yeah, I was that age. Yeah. It's unheard of for me now, and I, 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 I enjoyed two. I thought two was okay, and I've not, I've not touched the um, the remake yet of two, and I really should at some point. Um, but yeah, Silent, the original Silent Hill, the original Resident Evil basically ruined all other survival horror games for me because they both nailed it in their own ways. And I honestly, 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 for the experience of just off the time and everything, it's just like, oh my God, that's hit me in so many ways. I don't think they've ever been bettered. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't think they have, but um, there's some brilliant ones I mean, that people... are close, but never quite done. I know, like you and I said, you know, when it comes to Resident Evil 4, I think Dead Space runs at a very, very close race. Um, but in terms of classic Resident Evils, they've never been bettered in that style, no. No, and it's like, the, I think when we had, like, if you go back to, Jesus, about 10 years ago now, I think, must have been, it's around the turn of around the time of the PS4 coming out, you have things like Outlast coming out, which everyone was like, oh, this is the new breed of horror. And it's just like, no, it's just walking around somewhere dark. It's, I was more scared by Resident Evil because it nailed the atmosphere uh, and the, the tension was there. Whereas like, again, I've said this before and I won't go over too much. Outlast is, yeah, five minutes in going, oh, this is tense going, oh, five, 10 minutes in, yeah, right. Where's the tension? Something's coming after me. There's a shock. Yeah. Whereas Resident Evil and Silent Hill, you honestly didn't know what was coming and when, and that ramped up the tension. Um, and yeah, it's, oh, I'm loving brilliant games. Uh, Resident yeah. Evil. I'm, oh, I'm gonna have to play it against you. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. I my key was about two pound fifty, something ridiculously cheap like that. So yeah definitely worth so was, it is yours the hd yeah it wasn't a remake was it it was a, it was a remaster type thing yeah yeah the official title is resident evil hd remaster fair enough i might yeah okay you're costing me money i don't have Stu. well i would play that before ruiner Ruiner's good but uh, yeah resident evil is, is just you know the goat so do it yes it is definitely i've got a lot of resident evil games though just looking i haven't got free but anyway so moving on last one for this week short one short short enough anyway i've been playing dune or june i suppose i'm gonna say dune june june spice wars i've been playing mm. um and I've, I've had this key i've got sent a key um and i've had this for a good couple of months now um the only reason i'm getting through to talking about it now is it's not very easy I don't know why I thought it was a good idea to try and play a 4X real-time strategy game on Steam Deck uh, with story-based stuff and management and, and everything that's going on, plus the deep lore of of um, Frank Herbert's world. Um, that's a challenge. Yeah, yeah. I know. I really like it. I still don't know what I'm doing um, on the whole, um, but I like it. It's 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 got so 
you get different types of forex type games and the ones that generally bring in the real-time strategy with them I, sh I struggle with but this one i found it okay um, what really was the struggle for me was the the like the colony management and stuff like that and having to deal with the politics and everything that there is in there. Um, literally, this is a game where I won't keep politics out of my game because I didn't want to do that side of it. <laughs> I just want to concentrate on the battles. Yeah. Um, not not because I'm, I'm going like full on right. Um, I just, yeah, it was like, I just can I have an option without the politics, please, just so I can concentrate because I've got ADHD. Uh, but yeah, it's it's really, really, really good. It controls really well. It it plays surprisingly well on the Steam Deck, despite being unsupported. Um, and yeah, I got it. I got it going really well. And listen, if you it's still early access. It's been out for a while, I think, so for like since like beginning of twenty two. Um, and there's more to come. But if you, if you're into the world of June. Um, which I'm assuming most people over 40 have heard of and most people under 40 are going what um but if yeah if you if you know if you know June then it, it it's it's it covers the law of June really really well and it's definitely worth playing if you like 4x games it's got something there for you if you like real time strategy games it's got something there for you if you love the civ games it's got a bit of that in there as well so it's got so much going on for it that in theory, should trip over each other. But it doesn't. Runs really well. Plays really well. Um, and whilst I wouldn't say it's a my first 4X game, it's definitely one that an idiot like me is able to work themselves through. Um, yeah, so, so not... Make of that what you will. <laughs> so not beginner, but intermediate, maybe. I don't even know it's that. I actually, what I think it's got is a good onboarding process. It's right. very, very complex, but it's got a good onboard, which cool. is, again, it's vital to games like this. If you want to bring new people into your genre and make money, that's what you've got to do. That's how you've got to do it is onboard them. And this does a very good job of that. So many systems, so complicated, but good onboarding. Nice. Cool. Uh, but yeah, just wanted to finish up on that one because it's a game I've just really been enjoying that's taking me out of my comfort zone and I can't get anywhere near the end before talking about it because it, I, it's one of those games I don't know where the end is. No. So yeah. I'll get it talked about now. But yeah, and cheap enough, I think. 25 quid um, yeah. for a 4X game. So, you know, I've seen those go for many hundreds by the time all the DLC's out. So get, yeah. Give this one a go. If you're into it, give it a go. Cool. Yeah. The only thing I have to input is I really prefer the American way of saying D, like D beginning. Most words that begin with D is like duel and dune rather than duel and June because it, it's really confusing in British English when you say duel and it can mean either a duel with swords or a duel with, you know, carrots. <laughs> a duel with carrots, there's another possible title for this podcast. I throw diamonds at you all the time, Stu. No, you do. Those yeah. kind of duels. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, dune, um, yeah. It's like, no hates it, or everyone hates it, because I can't say, right, right. First of all, coal and coal, coal and coal, coal and coal. Uh, one's the name in Walking Dead, and the other one is that black stuff that you find in, in mines and whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Lair and Lair. One being, like, the Thundercats Lair, 
and the other one being where you layer stuff on top of each other. Ah, right. So I I struggle with my native tub because my brain's just going, <laughs> um, there you go, there's your title. <laughs> yeah, my brain is um, And yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we need to actually do the noise. <laughs> um, spell that one. Uh, but yeah, it's, yeah, so June. We're playing June in March and April. Uh, see what you did there. I don't know. Save me straight. Do I need to? I'm going to shut up now. Okie dokie. So yes, it's been a it's been a very trying week. Um, just wanted to acknowledge that. Yeah, I, I was playing Resident Evil a lot because my one of my family members, extended family, on my wife's side, uh, was in a terrible accident and is in in critical condition. So it's been a really challenging week. Um, so games have been a really good ex- escape for it, and people have been really lovely and very supportive, which is great. Um, so yeah, we acknowledge that you know we discussed breakfast and. Just to reassure everybody that we're not being insensitive, I talked it through with Brad, I got no issues with it being discussed in the podcast. Um, So yeah, if you want to talk about things in your life, anything at all, either as an escape or to talk about an issue in particular, then do join our Discord, which is for great people and great chat. Follow us on all the socials, make sure you follow our YouTube content, especially as it's going to be ramped up with stuff very soon. And in the meantime, until next week, stay safe and stay sane.